Greetings in the name of our wonderful Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. This is Pastor Dwight Oswald, continuing on in our series, The Right Kind of Faith. Today, the devotional is titled, Believing on Christ as Lord and Savior. Christ's Lordship was central to the message preached by the early church in Acts. In the first message given, in the church age, Peter, quoting from Joel 2.32 in the Old Testament, in referencing the Lord Jesus Christ, told his audience, quote, Whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Acts 2.21 When Peter and John went and preached to the Samaritans, they preached to them, quote, The word of the Lord. Acts 8.25 Consistently throughout Acts, the emphasis on the message preached was that it was the word of the Lord. Paul, upon his conversion, preached Jesus as the Christ, quote, Is the Son of God. Acts 9.20 when people got saved, they were said to have believed in or on the Lord. When Peter went and preached to the Gentiles, he proclaimed that Jesus is, quote, Lord of all, Acts 10.36. Consistently throughout the early days of the church, as recorded in Acts, the message centered in the person of the Lord Jesus as risen Lord. In Acts 16, a great earthquake shook the prison to the core. And the jailer was terrified and cried out, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? The response was a lordship response. Quote, Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you will be saved. Acts 16.31 Clearly the lordship of Christ was behind this powerful event. The jailer was just being informed about the lordship power behind it. And the text goes on to say, Quote, they spoke the word of the Lord to him, verse 32. And then the story concludes by saying that he, quote, believed in God. Who did he believe in? Well, he believed on the Lord Jesus Christ. He believed in God. He believed in Jesus as his God. To believe on the Lord Jesus Christ is to believe in, on him as your God, who has sovereign authority and power over all. Paul summarized the content of his gospel message as being one of, quote, repentance toward God and faith toward our Lord Jesus Christ, Acts 20, 21. The Lordship of Christ is central in the epistles. In addressing believers, Jesus is consistently said to be our Lord. Even in the case of addressing believers that Paul refers to as, quote, unquote, carnal, they are still said to be, quote, with all who in every place call on the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. 1 Corinthians 1-2 Paul indicates that a true confession in salvation involves confessing Jesus as Lord. Romans 10-9 The truth of Christ's Lordship and His resurrection are often linked. All will eventually bow to His Lordship, but in humble faith, believers bow before the truth of it now. Confession is more than lip service. It springs forth from the heart in saving faith. Salvation involves calling on the name of the Lord, which is a personal recognition of Jesus as Lord God. A saving faith is centered in the person of Christ. A multitude of New Testament references emphasize that we need to believe in or on him. It's not enough to merely believe about Jesus, Paul indicates that in salvation, believers receive Christ Jesus, the Lord. The Lordship of Christ was part and parcel of Paul's 
gospel message. Paul, in defining his message, said, quote, We preach Christ Jesus the Lord, 2 Corinthians 4, 5. In 2 Thessalonians 1.8, Paul emphasized that people are accountable to obey the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. Christ's name represents him for who he is. And in salvation, one believes on his name and receives him for who he is. It's not just a matter of receiving a gift, but rather a matter of receiving a person. Too many people want the gift, but not the giver. But God's terms are receiving his son for who he is. Concerning believers, the New Testament teaching is that we all have one Lord, one faith, Ephesians 4, 5. Those lost in sin, in unbelief, reject the Lordship of Christ. Jesus is Savior. The angel of the Lord told Joseph that the Christ child was to be named Jesus, Matthew 1, 21. The name Jesus in the New Testament corresponds to the Old Testament name Joshua. Joshua is a compound name consisting of a mixture of the words Yahweh and save. It literally means God Savior. Jesus was so named because he would be the God Savior who would save his people from their sins. Jesus was to be named Jesus, meaning Savior, and in combination with this, the angel said he would also be called Emmanuel which is translated as God with us, Matthew 1, 21 through 23. Indeed, Jesus is the God Savior who is God with us. At the birth of Christ, the angel announced to the shepherds, there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. There you have it, Savior, Christ the Lord, Luke 2, 11. John the Baptist, Christ's forerunner, introduced Jesus as the Lamb of God, who takes away the sin of the world, John 1.29. Paul explains that God has made Christ a satisfactory payment, that is, propitiation, for our sin, Romans 3.25. Paul's gospel message was the preaching of the cross. As our Savior, Christ was made to be sin for us. The reason Christ came into the world was to seek and to save the lost, to save lost sinners. Believers are redeemed with the precious blood of Christ. Christ is the propitiation, satisfactory payment for our sins. He released us from our sins by his blood. Revelation 1.5 Jesus is our salvation. All of heaven sings in unison. You were slain and have redeemed us to God by your blood. And cry out with a loud voice, Worthy is the Lamb who was slain. Revelation 5, 9 through 12. A true saving faith recognizes Jesus as personal Lord and Savior. This and nothing less than this is saving faith. This is Pastor Dwight Oswald signing off for now.